0: the film series that won't die over 40 movies one house actually several houses and cursed artifacts if there's even that much of a connection hello and welcome back to the amityville podcast back in amityville i'm pat i am tom and this week, we are going to be doing the Ghosts of Amityville. The Ghosts, they're,
1: they're differentiating themselves by putting the, the Amityville in it's uh, like, the
0: second word right. instead of the first word. Yeah, it's kind of uh, taking, like, French grammar, like, spit up, do Amityville. I don't know. I'm actually not that far into Duolingo. <laughs> Uh, I'm just learning the grammar, and I'm trying to make use of it in daily life. Also, there's like a lot of romance languages, they
1: do the uh, the the adjective second, right? Instead of, instead of mm-hmm. first, like in English. So yeah. you know, uh, Spanish. I can't think of Spanish right now, but I didn't like, volunteer Like, well, Sabado French. Grande,
0: Large Saturday. Sabado Grande! At an entertaining you gotta, show. You gotta say it yeah. with, the, with the verb, but, yeah, yeah this, it's, um, go ahead. It's, here is the thing, and also here's the qualifier. Yes. Like, set up the base knowledge of what we're talking about, and then say, oh, this is a car. Blue!
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a car, or, a, or Co- coche azul. Exactly. Yeah. So this one is kind of like a Linda Richmond situation, because uh, from what little I, I could find on the internet about this, uh, there are no ghosts. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, for some reason, a little girl's nightmares are coming to life, and uh, they take the form of clowns. Okay. So considering how most of these movies have gone this movie is called Ghosts of Amityville there is no Amityville there are no ghosts
0: discuss I mean we had the uh, the amityville toy box well, yeah the toy box had the toy box but that was a spinoff of Clown house or no Which- I think Clown House came second. And that was the one that did concentrate on the toy box, whereas toy box didn't yeah. so much. But both of them took place in Nebraska rather than Amityville. Yes. So really, this is perfectly in spirit with the franchise yeah. as that, it has become. That was
1: that was like the threefer, wasn't it? It, like, it started with the, the little monkey clapper toy. Then it was the toy box. Then it was the clown house. Right, Playhouse was in there somewhere. No, Playhouse was a different one. That was Playhouse. that was the girl that inherits the theater, and the town is in
0: on the whole Amityville cult thing. And that was not tied to the monkey ones. No, man. So, yeah, I think it was. It was three of the monkey trilogy. I think there's three of them, but then there were other ones that referenced them outside of it. Uh, yeah, we had a fan service within. Yeah, yeah. We, We've had a couple of those, but
1: um, like vibrator references, the whole slew of them. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I was trying to think. So, so like, we have like several that have had clowns, or we had two mm-hmm. or one clownhouse because it has like the bookendy kind of. We were making this other movie, and so we put this movie on t- in the front of the movie this other movie that we're mm-hmm. making sort of thing. Um, but also, uh, but we haven't really, they don't really do a lot of ghosts in these
0: Amityville movies. No. I mean, the ghosts are basically like borrowed footage and, you know, echoes of plots and movies past. Yeah. Like, well, it's like, it's usually demons. Like, yeah. it's like the, like the,
1: the, the the original Amityville with the, the Lutzes, uh, we never really know what the hell the thing is going on. The Margot Kidder, James Rowland one. Right.
0: Uh, it's the flies and the allergy to crucifixes and the heavy Catholicism of 70s horror. Yeah. Implies demons. Yeah. Um, but they also say, like, well, no, I think it was implied that it was demons and that's what drove DeFeo crazy mm-hmm. rather than it's the ghosts of the people that died there. Yeah. That, uh, the, we, we get ghosts in the
1: remake the, with Ryan Reynolds and Melissa George. That right. one has, like, the ghosts of the Native Americans and uh, also the crazy uh, preacher guy that was killing the Native
0: Americans. <laughs> right. And the little girl. The little girl, because, like, there's... I think the ghosts that we've seen through them are what we call, like, victim stains. Victims and things. Yeah, just like that—that—that that, that little bit of soul that's left in the place from such a horrible incident. We have to come up with a worse way to say that. <laughs> I know, but it's a pretty awful one. And i feel like it's going to stain. Gonna... Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! But so, anyway, yeah. Um, uh, there
1: was head ghosts. The um, I know we had one or two. I had thought of them before. Oh, Poltergeist. Amity oh, yeah. Poltergeist. That's yeah. a playful like, spirit, if you will. It's a playful spirit that also kind of looks like a J-Horror monster coming out of a television set. So. Yeah. It's uh. two completely different cultures. Legends
0: of Ghosts kind of slapped together.
1: God, was that movie like kind of like an Asian fusion movie? Like, we're taking German and Asian food and coming up with you know
0: something horrible that will appear trendy for a couple of weeks yeah yeah, and <laughs> thinking about it on the food angle I can't come up with a single idea
1: you don't want like bratwurst on your sushi like like
0: instead of like a tail fin it's like the the skin of a bratwurst no well, uh-huh. uh-huh. first off can't do sushi so that's no good yeah. um, seafood and I don't get along yeah. which uh-huh. does actually rule out a lot of um, East Coastal Asian cooking mm. but I'm mm. just even like picturing Yeah, like sauerkraut and udon noodle, like...
1: Sauerkraut wrapped in seaweed. Two horrible tastes that taste horrible together. And they (laughs) might cancel each other out. They won't. Oh, all right. And then we'll somehow make coleslaw out of the whole mess. I'm not nuts about coleslaw, but that's I part of it, mayo. Though. I don't understand why why anybody likes coleslaw. Yeah, it's just okay. We're gonna take vegetables that have probably been sitting out for a while, dunk them in mayo. Yeah, like like, like is there? Am I missing something? Is there something else involved in coleslaw?
0: Well, I don't like lettuce because it's basically just crunchy flavor blockers for whatever else is on your food. I understand the health benefits. But it's like i if you want a layer of bland in your sandwich or in your tacos, yeah. go ahead. Make sure there's some lettuce in there to kill all the flavorful joy of the rest of the meal. I See, I, I, I don't view it as that generally because I
1: don't eat lettuce uh, at all outside of like my little uh, meal replacement shakes. But... I I feel like it's people trying to lie to themselves. It's like, oh, see, I put a green thing on my delicious hamburger. Mm -hmm. Now I'm being healthy.
0: You're not. It's it's all presentation. It's an in-meal garnish. Yeah. 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 It's just appearance no I always love uh, one of my
1: absolute favorite moments on the West Wing is uh, when Toby's eating a salad and Charlie comments on it and he's like you're eating a salad it's like yes I'm eating a salad and it's like what kind is it I don't know. It's green. It's like there are some salads with cheese in them. This is not one of them. Right. If that helps. It's like it's just a bowl of leaves that not for nothing you could drown in barbecue sauce and would still just taste like the ground. Pretty much, like, yeah. Toby. Toby is speaking, is representing me on television.
0: <laughs> and even then, there are. There are salads I've had that, like the leaves are more flavorful. Like you get like spinach leaves and whatnots, but they're more flavorful than lettuce. Lettuce is just like <laughs> it's nothing, watery. They're the they're the wax bottles. I brought them up last week. They're the wax bottles of mm. even lettuce. It's just a flavorless thing filled with moisture, and you get nothing out of it. Yeah, like at least celery, you burn calories, right? And then you want to put mayo on that. Well, it's kind of... Uh, and like mayo... Uh, mayo is a texture thing. It just... It's, you
1: know, it's sandwich paste. I'm not yeah. saying it doesn't have that use, but it's very limited.
0: Its use is for frying up grilled cheese. All right. All right. Do you scrape of mayo instead of butter on each side. Interesting. Because um, you get a little bit of the egginess. You get in mm. the oil to fry it. Um, but it's it's a rich frying hmm. thing. And grilled cheese is about it for me. Uh, Even other grilled foods, I still switch back to butter. Like a grilled or a toasted uh, peanut butter and jelly with Mm -hmm. a little bit of cinnamon in there. (gasps) Oh, oh, but that's a butter. You don't do mayo on that. What about tuna? Oh, you don't do seafood. So yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it for you on that. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Actually, no. People put mayo on tuna anyway, right? I, I like it with mayo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It kind of uh,
1: moisturizes the whole thing and adds as a adhesive for the uh, the shredded cheese in the Old Bay. Yeah.
0: And, like, again, I can't eat it, so I don't understand. But that you have to add that you have to moisturize tuna. It's weird. Yeah. It's from well, the ocean. It should I, like, I mean, it comes with water, but it's like.
1: It, it, it's very salty water because it's been soaked in tuna for God knows how long. Gotcha. Yeah. So Bleah. it's kind of weird, but I like tuna a lot. Fair. But anyway, um, are there... Ghosts appearing? Okay, the Scarecrow movies, those were ghosts. I guess, yeah, yeah. It was the ghosts of, like, the Chester the Molester. Except when it was the guy pretending to be. <laughs> right! Okay, so the first one's a ghost, the second one is not.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, so, well, we've already done the paranormal, we eliminated the supernatural, I guess we just have to go back to guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we've ran out of ghosts, can't invent another one.
1: I mean, yeah, probably not. Mm. Uh... God, are they making, we haven't heard if they're making another one of those Scarecrows, are they? I
0: don't know, but that one was recent enough that I don't know that we would. I can't believe, man, we we did, uh,
1: God knows how many months it actually took us to do 11 installments of Hellraiser, but uh, like... I checked last week to see it's like okay well how many counted three I go to uh, make sure that Ghosts of Amityville is still on 2B to today and it's like oh here's another one mm-hmm. so now we're up to four that yeah. are available and the one that I learned about today I'm not even
0: going to say out loud until we have to actually say it mm-hmm. out loud so It'll pop up in your feed and there's um, one of the ones that's in this bundle I know is listed some places as having a release date of last year. Yeah, yeah, that's this one. That is this one. Okay. Because in some of these cases, and we'll post the official release date that they say when we put the episodes up. mm -hmm. We are going in order of they're available to us, so that a movie may have been released, it might have been a small screening, or it might have been dropped on a service somewhere. mm -hmm. Or they might have just came up with an arbitrary date, but it didn't get hit. But yeah, um, we are... Definitely constantly researching, checking various lists. Um, I've got three different letterboxed hmm. lists of Abbottieville movies that I cross-referenced. We to have find out teams. About new ones. We have people working on this stuff for you mm-hmm. for
1: free. We have, and you guys still haven't created our Wikipedia page. Or at least let us know
0: about it. Oh, that might be in progress. I've never even searched for it. Maybe there is one. Maybe there's a Wikipedia page for us. But doing research would go against the spirit of the podcast so far. It kind of
1: does. We just go and see what's available, which is to say, I check uh, Tubi and YouTube, mm-hmm. because that is where we find these things. Yeah. Although, there, there's like, I forget what Instagram I follow, but they do list all the new horror movies that are appearing on different, or they're listing all new arrivals on every streaming service at the beginning of every month. It's pretty great. Nice. And every and every couple of months, there is one. Uh, there's like an amity villain to be. Because mm-hmm. here we are. But other ghosts. Within the franchise, yeah. I don't think we've really had a lot. We haven't had a lot of... We've had almost every type of monster. I think the only thing we haven't had
0: is like a Frankenstein analog. We haven't done a Frankenstein. Did we have um, a sea creature? They haven't had no. A sea um, the Animal shark s- was about Amityville shark. That's a secret. The, the well, but that was like five minutes of the island when. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, there was something aquatic. Yeah, um, haven't gone into any Native American folklore, but I feel like they're generally smarter than doing some of those. Well, the. Um okay folk. okay gotcha
1: gotcha folklore I mean the remake does have you know the ancient Indian burial ground right
0: but I'm talking like yeah, yeah American, like spirits and creatures yeah. and I actually learned that um, to be respectful for some of them um, generally considered uncouth to name um, and actually I'll tell you off air but like there's a couple I don't of want you to tell animals.
1: me off air and get me cursed
0: I just want to make sure for those listening that might be sensitive to it. Apparently, it's um, hey, eh, it's a bigger deal than I expected. But good to know. Yeah, so um, won't put those words in your ear, but I'm pretty sure they start with S and W. I don't want to know that. Okay. South by Southwest. I'm South by Southwest. I we were talking about Star work. Wars.
1: Star Wars has plagued the Native American, na- Native, uh, the Indigenous people as long as there's been land. Yeah. I mean, for real. All right. So, Ghost of Amityville. It's on Tubi. It's 74 minutes long. <sighs> right? Oh, that sounds refreshing. Doesn't it though? Yeah. I will have commercial breaks, but that's okay. I mean, granted, I didn't I I wasn't annoyed by like the length of any of the Hellraisers. No, but we know what we're getting there. We know what we're getting there. Like it was there there was a disturbing trend of those Amityville the amateur Amityville's were going up to getting closer to two
0: hours and it's like mm-hmm. you don't have two hours of story no but you just don't just relax uh, when YouTube switched their metric to uh, view time mm-hmm. rather than number of views oh god if so it's number of views hour and out but like yeah. yeah yeah two hours to finish this thing because well that just taxed a little more revenue onto us I don't like that no I don't like it at all
1: alright alright Coast of Amityville see you guys in a minute Of one of the meanest things that Neil Page says to Del Griffith in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Here's an idea when you're telling a story, have a point, it makes it so much more enjoyable for the listener.
0: And that's from a movie that came in at three hours plus,
1: originally. Uh, Apparently. I have the... uh, I picked up that Super Duper Blu-ray that they put out, but Mm -hmm. I've been saving it for Thanksgiving. It's still in the shrink wrap and everything, so me and the family will watch all of it together for the first time. (laughs) With, you know, the hours worth of extra footage, which... (sighs) Normally, I, you know, it's kind of funny because, like, back when DVDs first came out, all the bonus features, all the extra shit really mattered. Yeah. But as I got older, it's just like, you know, the movie's the movie. Mm -hmm. and deleted scenes don't excite me as much I just like the audio commentaries and like some outtakes here and there Mm -hmm. this is uh, Steve Martin and John Candy
0: deleted scenes I want to see that oh yeah that I want to see I want to see deleted scenes from them not just for like riffing and improv but for the fact that this script came in at that long originally like that's that's just that's basically two John Hughes movies in one yeah so yeah it's all much. of the things
1: that's too much whereas this movie is 74 minutes long and it is 73 minutes too long because mm-hmm. here's the movie girl dreams about a clown it's after her and the clown no i'm not even gonna give it give it that it's curious about her because it's always looking at her it's always looking at her and waving that's it The clown makes no actual effort to kill her.
0: Yeah. It grabs her a couple of times. Mm -hmm. It's always there. It could just be asking if she's interested in our lord and savior Clarabelle. Aw. But... <laughs> Do you think it's my flies? <laughs>
1: it's still one of the greatest things ever. It was uh, Clarabelle's the, the, the cow in the Disney
0: cartoons, sure. right? Also that, yes. Oh, okay. It's, yeah, there was also Clarabelle the clown. Ah, uh, oh, so. okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> From Howdy Doody. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Nah,
1: there's a... Uh, throw and uh, those uh, new... Or newer at this point. I think they're like ten years old. Those Disney shorts that mm-hmm. were kind of more in line with like a Looney Tune short. Yeah. And like Minnie, Daisy, and Clarabelle are trying to go into a fancy restaurant, the Space Needle in Seattle, and the the maitre D kicks them out immediately and Clarabelle goes, Do you think it was my flies? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: nice. But so, this movie, holy
0: shit. Yeah. Man, Man, we are back in Amityville. We are arguably back in Amityville. It's set in in Amityville. They name check it at least. They name check it at the beginning, and that's... It yes. in a title card, they basically say, Oh, yeah, this is Amityville. Yeah, there's a spooky, uh, nurse like trying to be a,
1: a creepy nursery rhyme thing about Amityville and disaster that goes by too quick
0: to write it down, even though we mm-hmm. went over it twice. And it doesn't rhyme, it doesn't have any sort of nursery rhyme. Well, it's right there in the title, um, you know, structure to it. Yeah but it's the legend thereof. I made a note. Um, no, I guess I didn't.
1: My okay. note was gone. Um, all right, this is a, And this is intercut with lots of footage, uh, random footage of clowns, some shot for the movie, some not, but all of it flashing... Uh, photo like to normal color to photo negative back and forth. So if you have epilepsy, maybe don't watch this movie. If you don't have epilepsy,
0: probably also. I'll, I'll also don't watch this movie because but, this is this yeah, is, this is bad. You'll have other medical issues. I'm gonna say a big caveat at the beginning. This movie is very clearly a family making the movie together during quarantine. Sure, and. I encourage families to have creative projects together. I encourage, like, getting the kid involved. And in, if you're a musician, you know, like, jam with them. If you're making movies, shoot stuff with them. You don't have to give it to the rest of the world. It can be your own movie. And that's where I'm going to, like, stop. I. I appreciate that they made a movie as a family. It looks like they had fun doing it. It looks Does like it? they really engaged the kid. Like it looks like the kid engaged the kid. Yes, the kid was able like to make looks. something out of again all of this lockdown and quarantine time because it was shot in. It was air quote. Copyright 2021.
1: No, that's how you copyright. Yeah,
0: but like they might have shot it in 2020 and then copyrighted it. I'm just saying, Mm -hmm. either way, they found a way to do a thing as a family, especially engaging the kid in a time of weirdness. Sure. And that I'm all on board for and I encourage that. But you don't have to share it with people. No, you put it out
1: there, so it's fair Mm -hmm. game.
0: This is a. That's why I wanted to copy out. (laughs)
1: That's heavy. Yeah,
0: and it's not cute. You're nicer than me. when you do something <laughs> like Mount Misery Road. That's different. I didn't, I I would put this right up there with Mount Misery. So would I. This is but terrible. I want to say, as much as I hate Mount Misery Road, I'm mad at them. I'm not mad at these people for doing a thing as a family. I like Mount Misery Road better than this.
1: <sighs> I'm. There, there was. You could make fun of that. This is like. This is just six seventy-four minutes of nothing. <laughs>
0: I got really angry at
1: Mount Misery, right? I, See, and that's a reaction. Yeah. Like, it's causing you to react to
0: it. What do you feel about this movie? Well, let's go to the notes. Oh, God.
1: Segway!
0: Um, so, yeah, they talk about the clown... The, cur- the, the, the curse. The curse. There is a curse of Amityville of stuff and such, and bad things may happen and blood will be shed. And I made a note that we need the Amityville bloodshed where it's basically a bunch of gardening tools. I'm like, on board with yeah. that. Amityville <laughs> um, outhouse. <laughs> that is one that's one of the short films but i think it's actually almost feature length i'm going to do some research but yeah how many go out house is something that exists i don't know if it's been distributed or not well great yeah but um then following all the title cards there's a car crash <laughs> Uh, As near as we can
1: tell. Yeah. It's a lot of other people's footage being used and spliced together, which, you know, we always get these like reverse Potemkin montages where Mm -hmm. it's like, you're putting all these things together and somehow it's conveying less of an idea than all of these pictures would have on Mm -hmm. their own. And so uh, somebody is driving a car. There's a car accident And we see an ambulance. And then we cut to. James Spader licking his lips. I mean, mean, Mm, um, God damn it. That movie's so fucking hot. That movie shouldn't be hot. But it is. Stargate? (laughs) Yes, Yes, Stargate. I hate you. I hate you so much. There's some weird thing where like that movie came out the same year as some other James Spader
0: movie. Or it came out. Stargate came out the same year as Wolf. No, Stargate was 94, Wolf was 96. No, was, Wolf was, yeah, Wolf was the same year as uh, Forrest Gump because the senator, uh, a beloved theater here in Baltimore, the owner at the time, banked everything on Wolf. Um, his opinion was that Tom Hanks doing drama, who cares? I pointed out very specifically that he won the Oscar the previous hey. year. For a not funny movie. Yeah. And he also said, the whole movie's in the trailer. And I said, it's Robert Zemeckis. The whole movie's not in the trailer. Probably not. This man has a bit of a history <laughs> of very visual, big summer blockbuster kind of things. Yeah. They, they banked everything on Wolf as a single screen showcase <laughs> theater. Um <laughs> and openly were mocking Forrest Gump and telling other theaters they were fools to book it. Whoops. He's not the owner of The Senator anymore, and there's a lot more of that story that I won't go into on the podcast. That's good.
1: There's, I mean, that's probably fair.
0: Yeah. Wolf
1: is almost a good movie,
0: but it just isn't. Yeah.
1: I mean, don't get me wrong. That's not. It's not even in the the range of a Forrest Gump, which, no. you know... To, Okay, Farris doesn't age well, but Mm-mm. it is a
0: spectacular movie. Yeah. It was a massive technical achievement. Mm-hmm. There's large parts of it that are very entertaining. Yeah. Um, um, it doesn't add up, but it also, if you've read the book, mm. getting a movie out of that book was a miracle. Fair.
1: My brother, at the uh, drop of any hat, goes on this very long diatribe about how Jenny is one of the worst screen villains
0: ever put on film. Yeah. It's kind of fun, yeah, but it's this weird, like villain of bio mission. Uh, yeah, at best. Yeah,
1: um, but anyway, so we cut to, we cut to uh, a road sign indicating that this is, in fact, Amityville. Mm-hmm. It was filmed in Spain, <laughs> but uh, uh, we get long shots of driving.
0: Uh, I think to basically heighten the fear in the surviving family members having, you know, had a tragic car accident in their recent past, uh-huh. the more driving you put them through, the more it's a test of their will and strength. Yes. Yes. Um, If I was forgiving But no It's just a lot of Long driving scenes (laughs) Long driving scenes Uh, But at least They're only Half the time Accompanied by Any sort of Music Or didactic sound Or whatever (laughs) There's long driving sequences with just road noise, which is Mm. why we both were caffeine ready. Yeah, we're falling record through this movie. But there are also scenes where they're driving and they're playing the radio. So you get at least a little bit of chatter and or music, um, which in the end credits is most of the music is just title of the song by... Recording artist, no copyright information or any of that because they definitely didn't get it. Yeah. Um, except one song gave credit, used by permission of Creative Commons via YouTube, mm. something like that. Yeah. Which backed up a point I made at the top of the sheet: public radio is not public domain. Mm. If you're shooting a film and using what's on the radio. You don't have the same broadcast rights as that radio station. Don't they argue. pay specific fees and fines and all that. Oh, you don't know how Meatloaf went bankrupt. I actually don't.
1: The, uh, the the original version of Paradise by the Dashboard Light, the sportscaster bit, was an actual broadcast. <laughs> oh, shit. That he didn't get the rights to.
0: Well, so he it. got
1: sued, uh, like, within an inch
0: of his life. Kind of like, uh, is it the Verve Pipe? Or Verve or Verve Pipe? Uh, S- Bittersweet Symphony. Mm. This is a Verve. Gotcha. I know both of them had hits at the same time. and it's, <laughs> Yeah. Um, but they ripped the Rolling Stones, who sued them into oblivion. Oh, really? Uh, not just for everything off of that, like, <laughs> single. Everything off of that album. And in perpetuity. So if they go on a concert tour and at one venue play Bittersweet Symphony, even as the encore, even whatever, the entire concert tour's profits go to the Rolling Stones. They are never allowed to play that song again. What does it sample? Um... Dun, 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 dun. Oh well, my God! I can't. I can't.
1: And uh, you think about it, and we'll. we'll I'll keep yeah. going with the movie. So we see Olivia and Olivia's father, Dad, who is actually played by father and daughter. It's a Junie Liv Thompson and. Uh, John, uh, J- I, I forget what the his credit name is, but he's J.T. Chris. Yeah, he's it's absolutely Johnny
0: Chris, C-H-R-I-S. C-H-R-I-S Johnny Thompson something, and then J.T. No, Chris. Well, he was Johnny Chris, C-H-R-I-S, and then it's yeah. J.T. Chris right, as writer director. Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And other people throughout the credits mm-hmm. seem to have two middle names, so I think a lot of these are all... yeah yeah it's 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 a family
1: family. it's it's all the same family and uh they are of course not saying a word to each other on the six minutes of driving because you know that that would express character and move the plot along if there were to be a plot don't worry There isn't one. Uh they arrive at a lake house and uh get out of the car. And we see all of this. These are all the things we see. They get they they get to the lake house, they park, they get out of the car, they get their bags from the car, they walk their bags to the house, they walk into the house. Uh Olivia sit Olivia sits down and at six minutes the first actual line of dialogue is perfect and sums up the entire movie. This is boring, Dad. <laughs> God damn it! Come on, make it hard for us. Yeah,
0: they did though. <sighs> they made it very, very. They gave they gave us nuggets here and there to they, they anger did. about. They really so did. We, yeah. we get so so in fairly
1: short order. Uh, father makes spaghetti. And tries to get his daughter to eat it, and she doesn't want to have anything to do with him at all. I mean, it's they—they want you to assume it's because she's dealing with the death of her mother, but it really just plays in the movie as "I hate you, Dad." Yeah, because he is perpetually knocking at her bedroom door, saying "Olivia, Olivia, Olivia." I miss Olivia. I miss Olivia.
0: Uh, oh, the accents.
1: Their accents, yeah, uh, they appear to be very Swedish or maybe Norwegian. They are the 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 daughter Olivia
0: is frighteningly blonde. Yeah. Um, right off the bat, we basically like first line of dialogue. This we'll, is boring, Dad. No, well, oh, sorry, not first line <laughs> of dialogue. There was right after that there was a line of dialogue that. Oh, I thought you wrote it down. Maybe I wrote but, this is boring good. Yeah, uh, there was like, can we just go or something like that?
1: Uh, yes. Or it's, I think it's coming when um, he gets a call after the dinner, uh, after the bad dinner from his fairly irate boss. We'll or
0: cousin or. Well, yeah, it's somebody saying you have to get down there because things can't work. So it's either a boss or a friend that he's doing a favor for. It's somebody who needs a something from him that's never spelled out in any fashion whatsoever. No, but means that dad has to leave the house for most of the day.
1: And this guy's got this. This guy calling, like you see him, he's sitting at a table on the phone, and he's just reading everything literally off a of paper in front of him, mm-hmm. and he's struggling with it. He has a very marked Scottish accent. He's like, "You have to come in. The like all the work needs to be done." The other guy called out, "I don't know if that." I, don't I, wanted, even a, yeah. I wanted that to be Scottish, but he came out more Swedish. I'm
0: not. Also, I'm also not sure that he was Scottish or Swedish or what. Oh no, it, his name's Kevin McLeod. Oh, then yeah, all right. Yeah, because the the father and daughter have definitely like more Swedish accents. They,
1: they do. Yeah.
0: And uh, so then when um father
1: tells uh, is trying to tell Olivia that he has to go to work, she just screw after ignoring him for like the for two minutes she says, just go.
0: And that was where we get it. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, so she's left it on her own for the afternoon, where she looks out every single window. Uh-huh. And then a clown appears and oh. it's waving at her. First, and, she goes to
1: the uh, somehow-related house or building oh, yeah, next the, to them. The bloodshed, I guess. The bloodshed. And we see Chekhov's axe. And mm. then Patrick went on a very confused diatribe about Chekhov's axe, which was factually incorrect several oh, times. Yeah. <laughs> it fell apart entirely. Um, <laughs> it was fun to listen to, though. Yeah. In the moment. And I don't know. In the moment. Oh, oh, no, no, right no. Now. We can't recreate it. We? I'm just yeah. So Olivia goes into this other house and goes up into the attic, and she doesn't notice that the clown is there, kind of obscured in the shadows. But then she goes back to this house, back to her house. And, uh, outside of the window, yeah, there's a creepy clown. And it is one of the, it's one of, it's like the only effective shot of the whole movie, where it's like, kind of like a Where's Waldo thing, that gets scary because you're not expecting anything to be there, and then you look over and it's like, oh, fuck, there's a clown. Yeah, but then they do that another 20 times. Over and over. All this clown does, and all the clown, oh, I'm sorry, credited as The Thing, uh, played by Juan Ramos, uh, the clown is wearing, you know, uh, Party City or Spirit Halloween off the rack uh, mask and outfit, and all it ever does is lean to its left and then just creepily wag its fingers in a wave.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Uh, limited anything to this. If you're... If you're making a horror movie with an off-the-rack costume, stop. Just stop. Yeah. And before anyone says, well... Halloween was a Shatner mask. Yeah, it was. And then they painted it, teased the hair, and did things to it, and made it not the Shatner mask. They changed it. It's not off the rack. Yeah, no. Uh, The screen mask was still adjusted from, uh, yes, what was a traditional off the rack, but they made changes. They did things. Yeah, and honestly, just put makeup on
1: the person. They'll be even creepier. Like, a clown, like, look at, like, um... Willem Dafoe in the first Spider-Man movie Mm -hmm. very effective despite the fact that one of Willem Dafoe's most valuable assets his amazing face is obscured through the entire film you go to No Way Home one of the first things he does breaks the mask and Willem Dafoe is ten times more terrifying through the film because you see that Willem Dafoe face yep Just put put the clown makeup
0: on the clown. But you couldn't do that because it was very clearly the dad playing the clown as well. They're never in the same shot together. But he is credited as somebody else. He is, but I wonder if that's another false name or what. But they're never in the same shot. Uh, They are never in the same shot. Like, even when he's being impaled later. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. But. It's a lot of reverses. That's also, uh, the camera work shifts constantly. <sighs> one of the camera people understands composition. Yeah. I suspect Does at it? least three camera people, but one of them knew where, like, the color and white balance buttons were on the recorder, or if however, being able to set, like, basic tones and... I think not they let
1: just, it be automatic. I think they just got lucky for every shot that's in frame, in
0: focus, and, you know, not washed out completely, I think, was luck. When there were ones that had proper color in camera, because they did no color correction afterwards, mm. very clearly. The ones that had better color tone to it generally had more interesting composition, um, a general better sense of depth of field. I mean, they were outside. They were outside, but, com- like... Filling the frame the way they did, I noticed a difference shot to shot that it very specifically seemed like at least three different camera people, which I'm assuming is the family just taking turns. I will take your word for it. Yeah. We don't have to go Again, back and I'm not examples. giving this movie any benefit of the doubt whatsoever. Yeah. I think with three people holding the camera, one of them just got it better and none of them really put much thought into it. Well, one of them is the girl. Right, and which is impressive is she's in
1: almost every single shot.
0: Right, but I feel like yeah, I mean, guess when it was dad or the clown, she can mm-hmm. get him. I think it might have been the mom or another friend. Um, the mom of the actual family, not necessarily the mom of the movie family. I don't know if that's their real mom or not. Not sure, but doesn't matter. <laughs> There was somebody on set for when there were shots where it was the dad and the daughter. And it's, I get the sense that might have been the person who had the better sense, because those sometimes were the decent shots. Mm-hmm. With the uh, the dome light going off every, every 30 Well, seconds. that's a separate <laughs> thing we'll get to,
1: but... The... Uh... So we get our first extended chase between the thing and Olivia, which is just perpetually Olivia running through the woods and the clown being there whenever she stops Mm -hmm. and then doing the little finger wave, making absolutely no attempt to catch her or grab her or anything. Just always being there. Yeah. It was like
0: watching The Revenant. hmm Imagine The Revenant meets It Follows, but getting the what worked about neither of them. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We're just going to keep doing long, long sequences in the woods where, oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. Cool. There it is. And there it is. Anyway, uh, but eventually
1: to break things up to break things up periodically Olivia wakes up uh
0: huh and Um, finds herself in a different location I even stopped noting some of the wake ups because it was getting frustrating it's just like I just named a new location but any time it changes location it's uh huh she wakes up from somewhere, and now they're in an apartment building, or now they're in the cabin again, or now they're God knows where, and... Now they're just on another road. Yeah.
1: I, we say road. It is a dearth path that Yeah, cars are driving on.
0: But none of it's worth paying attention mm-hmm. to, because he's just going to wake up back somewhere else, or over somewhere new, mm-hmm. again, and we're going to do all of this again. It's... And we're, it's, it, 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 like you
1: just said, it's just the... Olivia running again in this other place. Mm-hmm. And then the clown showing up. And then running in a different direction, clown shows up
0: mm-hmm. at, at in perpetuum. Yeah. It's, it's like it's Amityville a, Hex, except not just all dialogue. Uh, not the same yeah. speech. Mm-hmm. But it's... <sighs> it's
1: right. repetitious. It's the same thing over and over for 74 minutes. And so, I mean random bits that are different uh, in the apartment building, which is where we started noticing that this couldn't be America because the light switches and the electrical outlets were just very bizarre looking. Hmm. Um, We start, like, at one point, Olivia goes after uh, the thing with a ball peen hammer. You know that whatever... That's the, the peen is the name of the part that you whack it with a hammer. Mm-hmm. Like regardless of the shape, right? All of them are peens. Yeah. Like even just like the like a normal hammer or even the claw on the back. That's also yeah. A like, like the
0: peen. claw is a stabbing peen, but mm-hmm. like the ball is a whacking peen. Yeah kind of funny i know. because peen yeah <laughs> uh but then
1: like olivia will just wake up and so we have like she hammers the clown in the bathroom and then wakes up in the car and we're driving again and we have an extended scene of the dad smoking and talking to isla who is appears to be a family friend that Olivia will be staying with? Maybe a cousin. She, uh, the actress playing her, is credited as something McLeod. So I think she's married to our other Scottish person because she had a Scottish accent.
0: Mm-hmm. And both of them recorded their entire parts over Zoom and then had uh-huh. it superimposed onto the phone and post. The COVID of it
1: really does come through now that you mention it. I, yeah. I, I wasn't really putting that together before, but yeah, this is totally a COVID movie. Uh, Nobody getting out of their bubble. So now we're driving again with Mm -hmm. dad and Olivia. And we stop because there's a clown in the road. And instead instead of just keep driving, like I'm not saying you have to run the clown over. Right. But just keep going. Like, why am I staying for a clown? Yeah. I don't even stop for people that I... have like need roadside assistance because I saw Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Mm-hmm. You never know.
0: I, my thinking is, if a clown got kicked out of whatever car they're in, mm. it must be an asshole of a clown. Yes. Because clowns. Yeah. And, like, it can't be comfortable to have that many in one car, but, like, to be kicked out. That's yeah. extra... <laughs> yeah well it's like uh
1: another fun west wing line when a uh, uh cj craig is trying to prove that you can on the day of the vernal equinox you can stand an egg on its absolutely uh, you can stand an egg up straight uh like just top to bottom and uh when they go to look for verification on the internet, they're led to things that are wrong.com. And Toby says, uh, you know, and if that group is not, uh, and if you can't find any support in a group that crazy, how far from the pack have you strayed? The clown that gets kicked out of the clown car. How Mm -hmm. far from the pack have you strayed? Uh, but then we get another series of chases that yep. don't add up to anything and then Olivia wakes up mm-hmm. in the car again, goes back to sleep and then dreams about her mother, uh, about her and her mother on the beach yeah. and playing on the rocks mm-hmm. and then the thing yeah.
0: shows up again mm-hmm. and then she slippery. wakes up again yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they were, yeah, they were out on a slippery rock beach um, Her mom's come to die no, she died in the car <laughs> crash except that she was murdered because Olivia has a dream of the clown at the beach mm-hmm. and says I know who killed mommy yeah even though it was yeah, no, this
1: curse um like, there's there's almost like references to phantasm
0: there's, if I you mean, wanted to give it credit which again I, mean, I do not but there were I have I was going to note a lot of the places where it seemed like they were trying to pull references. Mm-hmm. Phantasm definitely all over this. Yeah. Uh, there was a Time Bandits moment where she wakes up from one dream, pulls the mm-hmm. sheets back, looks over, and it's even angled, like, looking at the closet. Um, but her one closet starts to open, or, like, cabinet, like like Time Bandits at the beginning yeah. when they get out. Yeah. I felt like they were going to do a whole thing, and then nothing comes out of the closet. But, yeah. Um, there's multiple references to, like, Elm Street-type things around the dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, there's specifically Phantasm. Uh, it's only a dream. It's more than Phantasm too. Yeah. Uh, and the entire Friday the 13th sequence when she goes out on the water on a canoe and is trying to escape the clown. And the clown pops out of the water like young Jason. But then they just do a whole bunch of every version of Jason in the lake. Yeah. As a whole montage, so like they're trying to do other horror movies with this very thin premise. Let's just do our version of, yeah. What if Jason just stood there? What if, Jason what if the just tall man down. just stood there? What if Freddy just stood there? I mean, the Tall Man does just stand there a lot, but but he's he has dialogue. But he's
1: Angus Scrim and so yeah. he can't just stand there.
0: The clown never said boy. And So, so yeah. uh, Olivia
1: and the dad get stuck because the car is just not starting. Because mm-hmm. whatever. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't matter. And. Dad goes wandering in the woods. Mm-hmm. Dad maybe dies. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, because dream and dream and we wake up three times. We never uh, establish any sort of baseline reality at any point in the film. Like, we never know. Not even close. Which is annoying. Yeah. Like, because that could be played to great ex- to great effect like uh minor spoilers for a movie that's been out for over 20 years but how existence works
0: mm-hmm. is that
1: is a great trick right and that's all we'll say about that yeah
0: if you know you know yeah or even do like something like towards more coojo the book Um, But the, like, as you get towards the end of, the mother's been so obsessed with keeping the dog out that she's forgotten to pay attention to what's going on inside the car. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um But they didn't do any of that. No. Uh, They just kind of keep looping. Uh, Olivia calls Isla, um, who vehemently does not understand what she's mm -hmm. talking about, and this is all dreams, and this is not real. And, oh, there's a clown out there. You should probably lock the doors. This is all real. You need to get out of there, but stay in the car. (sighs) That won't start. And so Olivia immediately says thanks, sets the phone down on the dashboard, and leaves the car and goes running through the woods. Like you do. Um, She finds an abandoned mission, sort of,
1: kind of like a little. I was, it did look okay. big enough to be, like, an actual mission or
0: But I wrote down the word mission as well.
1: Yeah, because it's got, like, the whole kind of stucco mm-hmm.
0: look to it,
1: which, okay. Yeah.
0: That's and funny. It had a key stop written on the wall, like, mm-hmm. um, they're, eating, they're, they're not here, Dad's not here, or something. Mm-hmm. Or it might have just been graffiti they found. It could have been just graffiti they found. Uh, yeah. But...
1: And then we find Dad... Uh, we, we have a vision of Dad being impaled by a log, mm-hmm. like... He's on a the long ground. branch. Yeah, a, a long, very branch, long yeah, branch. Yeah, yeah. He, he's like he's on the ground, and then all of a sudden, a branch is going into him. And then, like Olivia comes across him, and he's hanging from a tree, and he's all bloody. But we don't
0: really understand what's going on or why, mm-hmm. uh God Olivia. Ball. She finds him hanging from the tree, all bloody. After she tried to escape in the car, that she ran back to, oh, right, 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 and gets it started just enough to pin the clown to a tree. Mm-hmm. Then run off into the woods again. Looks back, the clown is gone. And then finds dad hanging upside down. Right. Um, oh, and then she more she turns into the clown. Oh, uh, that's a little bit later. Okay, my bad. Um, but yeah, that's that's the twist we're heading towards. So uh, they <laughs> they uh, so Halloween the homage too.
1: Yeah, uh, all of um, a sudden
0: she the like she looks
1: down like we're in Olivia's POV and then she looks down and she's got like the sleeves of the clown and then the POV is now being obscured by the
0: clown mask and she mm-hmm. takes it off and oh yeah and oh my god these were Deborah Hill's hands the whole time what oh my god. Um, the reason the car probably didn't start we reasoned until she did start it was they at one point it's night and they're hiding in the car overnight and I made a comment that the reason the car didn't start is probably because the dome light was on Um, because they're sitting there with it as I said it the dome light actually did time out and cut off and they immediately (laughs) turned it back on (laughs) like oh that's definitely the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Like, stupid. Yeah. The safety feature that makes sure this doesn't leave you stranded in the middle of nowhere, you're just overly, uh, overtly overriding it. Yes. Yeah. It's it's a lot of overs in it's, one it's sentence. It's okay. Yeah. You. Can, I was over Unger. Unger was overdone. Yes. But what was your vector vector? Roger. Hmm. We could have been watching Airplane. Or airplane Two, the sequel. Nah, I like the sequel. That's fine. Shh, shh. Hmm. Wait, didn't get it. <laughs>
1: hmm? Isn't there at one point Shander goes through the door and it doesn't, and then it gives it a look, and then it makes the noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. It's a no. funny movie. It's well, it's the same exact movie. It's it's one of them it's fine, but it's not like your Wayne's World 2 or your Ghostbusters
0: 2 or somehow. It's the same movie again, but it's really good. Mm. It's the same exact structure, not even shy about it, but there are some great new gags. There's a lot of alternate takes on jokes and like He's turned to Jilly. (laughs) (laughs) Who was the other guy in that movie? The one that Jilly Haggerty's with at the beginning? I can't remember and I know it's somebody who was like
1: It wasn't the guy from the Halley, was it? The D. Wallace's husband? I think it might have been, yeah. I'm getting that five, but it's been forever since I've seen it. But, yeah. Poor guy. He passed away in the 90s. Oof.
0: Yeah, he was cool, though. (laughs) Yeah. But, um just scanning over notes because it's so repetitive that it's really easy to skip bits and we do that all the time anyway
1: yeah i mean Um, we there's a a good chunk of the dad and the daughter arguing in the car where the daughter is just like let's just go let's just go just drive just drive mm -hmm. and the father is repeatedly showing the car is not starting darling and then i suggested that he could just start shaking her
0: yeah and we stopped talking and we had the debate of at what age is a child shakeable? this girl is shakeable. She's eight, so um, yeah. I think I think uh, at least in the U.S. I don't know what yeah. like you know laws are. I'm not saying shake her to death, I'm and I'm saying not saying abuse a child, knows. but we're you, saying legally speaking, yeah, the implication. <laughs> are we the baddies? Wait. No. <laughs> So they're back in the car. It's a dream. They're out of the car. It's a dream. She wakes up in a red room. Which is from a dream.
1: Her apartment bedroom but now it's red and now she grabs a knife Mm -hmm. that is just it was so large in comparison to the little girl that i just got started getting worried for her right but it was
0: looking at it it looked like a bread knife like it had the serrated edge to it and the rounded tip so i feel like she couldn't hurt herself but more importantly could also not hurt this supernatural clown Ah, one hopes right unless he's made of some sort of mystic bread and that's far more creative Than I would expect in any Amityville movie That's the kind of thing that you would expect Out of like Grant Morrison When the binge is wearing off And he's getting to the end of an arc What are you talking about? He's, you know, it's all good ideas He's clean and sober too
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I'm just saying Sometimes his stuff Zigs when it should have yeah. Says Yeah, that's fair Yeah we love Grant Morrison enough.
1: Yeah. All right. Are we done?
0: Uh, well, the, uh, so dad's tied up hanging. Field. She with the finds axe. the axe. She chops the dad with the axe. Then she's in the costume. We yeah, got to that. The
1: dad. She chops the, she the, the clown with the axe. The clown a couple
0: of times. And with the it's axe. implied that that is the dad,
1: and she's. <laughs> yeah, she's good I figure and, that she's and, killed the dad. Yeah. Even though, again. This is not trying to tell a story or even create a mood. Like, Phantasm, arguably, the first Phantasm, doesn't really tell a story. Mm -hmm. But it creates a
0: mood that Mm -hmm. takes you on a journey. Yeah, and there is a series of escalating events that are all still curious in nature.
1: Yeah, even though, admittedly, the structure of Phantasm is they go to the funeral home, they go back to their home. They go to the funeral home. Mm. They go back to their home. We're going to go to the funeral home again.
0: And then go back to our home. A lot like this. Yeah. But for some reason, it feels more earned.
1: It's compelling. They're actually trying...
0: Yeah, they're, they're they have doing a
1: things. Yeah, there's stuff. There's stuff happening in between all of these things, mm-hmm. even though the structure of the film is one loop.
0: Right, and it's also a movie that was made by an eighteen-year-old, as opposed to or seventeen-year-old, as opposed to this, which was made by at least some adults. Yeah, uh, uh, Olivia so- ends up wandering in a field. Uh, well, first she, um, Can't she just be a flashes fool? back one more time where she wakes up and her grandmother checks in and she says, grandma, it was a dream. And then the clown appears behind the grandma yeah. and then she wakes up in the car again, but then it's in the woods and an old lady drives by and she gets in the car and the clown tries to chase her sort of like the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Because again, they've seen movies.
1: Yes, spiraling through all out all of this though, she does end up in just like this field, you know, with the mountain in the background. Oh, right, because she didn't get in the car with the old lady. There's just this field. Uh, She did. No, she she got in the car with the old lady after the field because she just they it goes. They just gave up at that point. It's it's ridiculous. oh, Oh God, man. That this um, reminds me of the Amityville cult movie. Remember the one the Texas Amityville Texas. Yeah. That was a lot of just we're in the woods walking mm-hmm. and not doing a lot of things. I hope I that, oh, that had that crazy dude. Was that the one with the crazy dude? The, the crazy cult surrogate dad guy? With the with the face? With yeah. With the smile? That was uh, was that,
0: that the one? I thought that was the...
1: Not Playhouse. No. no it may have been a different one. Uh, I may be conflating the two. I don't think... No, it is because the guy gets the inheritance and then he see reads the diaries that have all the flashback of the, the mom's affairs with, this guy, with the guy with the smile. That smile. I mean, and that's the, the like, and that, that keeps coming back. Like, I hate this movie. I think this is a terror. This movie was a complete, terrible waste of time. Don't get me wrong. Almost all of the the, the, the the non-professional movies have been bad. But if you can find something fun about them, mm-hmm. I, try to, I try to focus more on that. And it's like, yeah. that's what I remember. I remember more that guy with the crazy, crazy smile as opposed mm-hmm. to, man, there's like a good solid half hour of this guy wandering in between his house and the other guy's house that has the backstory and or, you know... Was his real, supposed to, his cuckolded father, uh,
0: Mm. which was boring as shit, but that one was, but the guy was fun. This, there is nothing to hold on to in this movie. The only positive I'm really pulling from this movie is, once again, it's good for families to do things together, and especially when you do... Oddball things like start a band or make a movie or like do something goofy and creative that you don't see families do together that often. Not just like let's go to a park or let's go to a movie or let's like let's do a prepackaged entertainment thing. Let's actually, as a family, try and create things and with that, communicate, share. You know, spend time together. Why don't you do a shot one-on-two? And, like, even if you're not any good at it, you can spend time as a family and work on communication. Yeah. Just don't release it. Yeah. For mass
1: consumption. Because, like, you got that movie that was on Joe Bob a couple of years ago. Was it Hellbenders? Yeah, that was fun. And that's a family.
0: That, that, that was they, a family that made a, made a really it. fun movie. And yeah. that's a family that has done a ton of movies together. They have, this, is their, this
1: is this family's second movie. Right. They, yeah. No, they did one. It's called I Think We're Alone
0: Now. Same cast and crew and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but they practiced. I'm pretty sure they haven't learned anything. <laughs> well, I'm saying, but like the family that did yeah. the other one. The, um, Hellbender. Hell, Hellbender. They had done plenty of stuff that they had released. This mm-hmm. was the one that caught on. Yeah. But they also probably worked on a ton of things that they never put out. Sure. They just were like, well, we're just practicing. We're just doing goofball, whatever. Practice first. But, like, that's why bands don't release their demo tapes through labels. Mm. Like, you can get them eventually as, like, curiosity bootlegs or, like, special features on a box set. Mm. But that's because they're not on their own terribly listenable most of the time. No. Um, This was was rough. Yeah. Yeah don't put your rough drafts up for the uh, for the public the, the, this was a hard one like
1: i mean it's good for us in the sense that man we're just back in it dive right back into the deep end we're back in
0: and we're back in thoughts on if you're making independent movies um there are things that you can learn there are things to pay attention to and that yet yeah you can make something just for yourself and it never has to see the light of day i've got entire movies that i've worked on uh that uh they're not out there anywhere like Friends have copies. Uh, even one of the local video stores has copies if somebody wants to rent them. Stop trying to sell your bad movies. Oh, we never sold them. We just gave them out. That's fair. Yeah. But it's not <laughs> It's not anything we want to say this represents our love and passion of, the, of cinema. This is, here's an oddball thing, and it's on a shelf at the video store that's local-made, cult Like, Mm. we're specifically saying, please don't expect much. This was, we spent a week shooting a thing. We had some fun. This is not, you know, this is not representative of us. I mean, it is, but it's not like, you know what I'm saying. You're staring at me like you don't know what I'm saying.
1: Oh, I know what you're saying. I just want to just give you more, all the rope that you need. Yeah. (laughs) But. We didn't put it on Tubi. There. Good. Because it wasn't there at the time. Well,
0: there's that, too. Yeah. I mean, we could still upload them now. I swear to
1: fucking God, if you put it on Tubi, I'll kill you.
0: I just said I wasn't. <laughs> You're already thinking about it. No. There were discussions, and everybody involved was like, yeah, why would we do that? Yes. Yeah. Should have. These people should have asked that question.
1: But it makes for good fodder. Mm-hmm. But my resale value for this is zero. It's, this was... Yeah,
0: once was enough. Yeah, no, never again. And I'd say, you know, I mean, it's hard to estimate resale value when there's no real house in the movie, but I guess the cabin counts. They
1: did, like, during the clown montage bits at the beginning, they flashed the house, mm-hmm. the original house, and, uh, God help me in the trailer for the one I watched today, like, they're, like, they're trying to sell, like, Different windows as the house windows, and I'm like, I hate that you're putting that effort into it, but anyway, mm. next week we will be doing uh Amityville Emmanuel. Oh my, indeed, and um, we don't know how
0: much uh, this is going to be pulling from the old Emmanuels and from which Emmanuel franchise because um, I recently was. I, I read a piece where they basically because I knew this one was coming up and I don't remember the differentiations but there were different spellings of Emmanuel it was like extra L like one has two M's, one has one right, and I think there's even a one has one L and one has and the, the others have double or something oh, like that but there's, and that's two separate companies doing two separate Emmanuel franchises both based off of the same concept yeah but just, just girl goes around s- taking her clothes off right <laughs> but like sidestepping the rights issues on each other mm-hmm. because of the sp- whatever and that's outside of the uh, like 80s and 90s they had Emmanuel in space nice which has n- nothing to actually do with the others but is supposed to basically be like mm-hmm. the sci-fi version of all of that um and
1: just keeps here thinking of rochelle rochelle from the uh seinfeld there is a running gag oh a, yeah the young girl's erotic journey from milan to minsk and right. so it was obviously trying to be the emmanuel movies but mm-hmm. eventually bet midler is starring in like the broadway musical version of ah. rochelle rochelle <laughs> so the broadway musical version of emmanuel in space yeah, yeah. You it know sounds what, like these something days? that was like the star kid guy, kids,
0: star, star kid people would do. I can Emmanuel see that. In
1: space, like the musical.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I could see it being a stage show, but I feel like it would probably go up in L.A. before it hit New York. Sure, sure. Um, it'd be like one of those, like the Brady Bunch show or the Point Break show, that kind of thing. Got it. Um, but anyway. But yeah. So yeah. But until uh, Amityville, next...
1: Emmanuel, Emmanuel, Amityville, Emmanuel is next. And this has been Amityville, the ghosts of Amityville. Excuse me. There <laughs> were no ghosts. <laughs> no ghosts. Original title was the Amityville clown. Yep. That was a copyright copy written, Emmanuel, Amityville clown, 2021. I, yeah, that's a God title damn. that tells you some more
0: of what's in the movie than I mean, it's clown
1: yeah. and it's Amityville. Truth and advertising.
0: it? <laughs> right, get out. If you want to interact with us online, you can check us out on Instagram or Twitter at Amityville Show, or you can send us an email at podcastamityville at gmail.com.